I got stuff for you. Holy moly. I need to get some snakes and release them around my house. Uh, but I love eating people. I love eating kids. These guys are the scientists of the supernatural, lecturers leaving lessons for inquiring laymen. They are applying the scientific method to a world that baffles science. They are the cryptids of the corn. Every day that you open your mouth, I know, right? I'm more convinced that you're abducted by aliens. <laughs> no. And it just stood up. I mean, it just like kept going and going. And she goes, what the? These are idiots. I was laughing reading this because I already knew how you would feel. Idiot. What part <laughs> of the story fits your balloon? Well, this isn't a yeah. UFO. But who else has big black wings and red eyes? Um, Batman. Oh, Mothman. Oh, yeah, Mothman. Well, everyone, I think we know exactly what it is. So say it all with me. It was the Sandhill Crane. Would you try it? No. You wouldn't eat it? No. Why? Because they're probably toxic. There'd be a lot of poop in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Seen a six-foot alligator go swing into the air and slam into a tree. Shame. <laughs> Welcome back to Crips of the Corn Podcast. I am the great and uh, mistakeful mystery. Mistakeful. I was trying to think of a word. Is that even a word? Yes. Yeah, I'm Jay. Just Jay. I'm just Jay. Everybody's sick of That's that right. song. They are? At least on Patreon. Wow. Because every time you say that, I just go, I sing the Ken song. Oh, that thing again. Yeah. I'm just Ken. Still never heard it. Besides yeah. when you sing it. That's I've never watched the movie or nothing like that. Oh, no, yeah, okay, right. So yeah, what, right. I, I haven't. It's only in theaters. Yeah, I know you got it. You pirated it. Got it like three copies on DVD over there in the room right beside us. All right, so this is all about the Trainees Alps Giant Salamander Expedition and the Kickstarter that just launched right now on accident. Woo! <laughs> it was supposed to launch next week, uh, but it launched today because we were having so much trouble getting it going, and I was messing with it, messing with it. Finally, it said, you can activate it. And I'm like, oh, okay, activate it. And it launched. And it's ready. I thought it was the pre-launch so page. it's live. It's live. So... Uh, I, would, I just want to kind of take it a little bit of time and break down kind of what the money we're asking for, what it goes to, and that yeah. kind of stuff. And there's all kinds of cool rewards from metal salamander cutout signs to T-shirts to uh, a data explanation live video. If we get a specimen, all kinds, of, all kinds of crazy stuff. But before we get into that part, basically the Trains Alps Giant Salamander is a North American large salamander that's been seen since the 1800s all the way up into modern day in the Trains Alps in Northern California. Um, this animal makes biological sense. It gets, uh, some of the sightings have it up to nine feet, which is not impossible for giant salamanders. But when you think of the giant Japanese and the giant Chinese, you know, six, six and a half feet is kind of where they top out right now, but they can probably reach seven feet. So seeing a seven foot salamander, it could be kind of hard to tell if it's a nine foot or seven foot long, you know, it's something the size of an alligator. Especially with the water refraction. And I've watched people tell me there's a 12 foot alligator. Yeah. And looking at like an eight foot alligator. Yeah. So just cause it's, it's a big impressive animal and it's your, that's what your brain does. Uh, so yeah. What part do you think I should start with Jay? Well, I mean, uh, uh, we got a crew we're okay. taking. I'll start with the crew. Uh, and they'll be a, they'll actually on the Kickstarter eventually. We're going to record it. It was supposed to be recorded next week, uh, but I haven't added it yet because I haven't recorded it yet. There is a going to be a video with all the crew that's okay. agreed to come so far. Nice. And kind of explain what they do for a living, 
there a whole bunch of high level biological professionals and wildlife documentarians are coming. Uh, but me, myself, and Jay are going. Uh, I specialized in endangered species surveys, and I specialized in salamander larval salamander ID, which is very difficult. Which we'll talk about with this documentary. Uh, that's probably why the Trans Alps giant salamander has still been avoided of being captured on film or you know documented. Um, David Pounders, he is uh, he's a professor at the. I'm, I'm, this I'm going to try to remember all of his stuff. But, Off the dome. Yeah. Uh, Missouri University, and he works with the Missouri DNR and all that for salamanders. He's done a lot of hellbender research, which is North America's only documented giant salamander species. And when we talk about surveying methods, his methods come into play with that. Zach Galley, I worked with him for years. Um, he's a famous underwater photographer for freshwater fish and amphibians. He's actually working right now on genetic studies for ambient... Uh, yeah, ambiostoma salamanders. Oh, my favorites. Yeah. So he's working on mole salamander genetics right now for his lab he's working with. Um, and then Christian. Christian, as you've seen a lot of his work with a lot of paranormal and wildlife documentaries, uh, me and him, he helped. Uh, he let me help him on a wildlife documentary for African Wildlife that won all kinds of awards. Um, but he's also a famous treasure hunter. Uh, he's going to come out and film and help us look for stuff. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of the crew. And I know I went over very fast. If you go over to the Kickstarter, there's a big bio for each of those people right. to really get an idea of who they are, but the best of the best. And yeah. I'm still talking to one more hellbender professional that she may come with us also. Um, so this animal has been looked at before, uh, but been, you know, people have looked for it and stuff like that. The, the big problem in our opinion is that people are looking for the gigantic adults, we're talking, you know, the six, seven-foot salamanders, which there may be very few of now, especially with the habitat destruction that's going on. Uh, and they're very cryptic. It's nothing against the people that have looked for them. Uh, you know, the giant salamanders, it's kind of an oxymoron when you think about it. They're super hard to find, especially the old ones. They'll get in these little cracks and crevices. You will not expect a six- or seven-foot animal to be shoved in. Well, they don't get that big if they don't know how to hide. Exactly. Um, so that's the one thing. So one of the parts of the survey we're going to be doing is it's called snorkel surveying, which basically we line up in the river, snorkels face down, and we crawl up the river. And what we're looking for is hellbender. So giant salamander dens. When I said hellbender, these guys look for hellbenders doing this, but it also works for giant Japanese and giant Chinese salamanders. So we're going to be the start of the snorkel survey to try to ID if there's any dens of giant salamanders. And if there is, you know, we'll set up traps there and try to catch them when they come out at night. Uh, they can be kind of active during the day, but most of the time they're going to wait until it's night. Uh, the next step is there's deep pockets in these in these rivers, and Zach is scuba uh, sort of uh, Zach is scuba certified, and Christian's scuba certified. Right. I know Zach's going to go down there with a lot of his camera gear and stuff like that and check out every nook and cranny, looking for medium to large adults. Yeah. And, yeah, and so that's that. And then the third part of looking for the adults is Jay and Christian. Jay went out and bought a ROV. It's rated for 500 feet of depth and 600-foot-long cable. Uh, it's a deep-water ROV. And we think that some of the big adults may be living in what's called a crater lake up in the top of these mountains to where, uh, you know, they get, like, 100 feet deep, but they're, you know, not very wide across. They're very misleading to look at. But the rivers come in and out of them. So right. they, the adults can still go and breed and go back in there to live. And they're full of, like, trout and, you know, stuff like that. So there's food for them. Uh, but, yeah, so the ROVs will be a part of that study. 
the biggest part of the study, and that's why the money we're asking for is a little higher, is the DNA part of the study. There's never, and as far as I could find, ever been a DNA survey done for these guys. And that's the group of crew we put together, including me, specialize in is DNA studies. Because uh, it, it, I can only tell you so much. So I'll try to make sure I post pictures of this. Um, I think other crews have gone out and accidentally caught babies and never realized it. Yeah. And the reason I say this is the giant Japanese salamander larva, so the babies, they have external gills. They don't have gills as adults. And the another salamander out there is called the giant Pacific salamander, which they top out at 10, 12 inches. They look identical. Okay. They look 100% identical. They're not related. The larva. Yeah. Okay. Well, the larva and the, Juveniles. the, the neonates of the of the Pacific salamander. What's a neonate? Neonate is an adult or juvenile that never lost its gills. Oh, okay. It happens in salamanders sometimes. Yeah. They just they like to stay in the water longer than the average. So they catch a lot of neonate Pacific salamanders out there, mm-hmm. which are eight inches long. But there's pictures I can show you, everybody at home, that compares them to a giant Pacific or a giant Japanese salamander larva, which will be six to eight inches long, identical. There is for most people for the naked eye. It's very, it's very, very, very minute measurements in the head, and that kind of stuff. Okay. So a big, the first two thousand dollars of the money is the DNA survey part of it. We have a lab that's pretty much going to run it for cost for us, uh, which is amazing because to do this, I mean, I won't. It's it's a lot of money to try yeah. to do as many DNA samples as oh, we're going to yeah. do. A whole lot of money. I mean, more than this house. Which is why a lot of you know. Things like this don't happen. They don't happen. So we got a lab that's already agreed, and it's because it's David and Zach have both extensively worked at this lab. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so they've scratched each other's backs and that kind of stuff. So this is a favor for those guys. And uh, so, yeah, they're running them at cost for basically just the materials, the vials and stuff the, of liquid. Um, and it's going to be an extremely scientific process. It's probably going to be one of the most scientific aquatic studies here in North America for a cryptid. As far as the amount of lab work and stuff like that, and the amount of all of these the guys that have worked with endangered species DNA harvest, endangered species surveys, uh, the way that you catalog stuff, it's going to be so d- data heavy, which is one of the rewards for backers, because it's going to be a lot of data, which is exciting, because a lot of cryptid studies, which is nothing against them, but there's not a lot of data. So you have access to that. Yeah, you'll get t- tons and tons of data. So we're the big part is catching babies, looking for, uh, we're allowed to take some back. So we really get a couple or a handful that were like, these guys are really different, you know, mm-hmm. to us, you know, to the naked eye, to most people, they probably look the same. They look like a salamander. Right. But to us, you know, we get a couple or a handful that are like, this is something special. We'll bring them back and we'll grow them out. And, you know, See what if they get four foot, five foot long, then, you know, and giant salamanders love to grow fast when they have a lot of food. They kind of grow to, you know, their food consumption rates. So that's the first 2,000 is the DNA part of the study. The second 2,000 is basically gear and running a giant campsite while we're out there. And then the third 2,000 is for travel and food. Right. For well, The goal is a week. Um, and, yeah, so am I, what am I forgetting? I think you hit all the points for at least what we're raising the money for. I think what but- we'll do in a couple weeks we're going to redo the Trans Alpine Salamander episode. Okay. And really dissect it and pull it apart for the main show. Sounds good to, to me. Really, I know this is kind of an impromptu thing because. Yeah. Uh, let's just, I'll break it all down in one quick. I did forget something. Go ahead. Oh, I'll just say it's, it's Crypts of the Corn, 
combined with some of the top scientists in IDing, finding uh, salamanders, uh, and we're all uh, getting together. We're driving across the country to the Trinity's Alps in California. We're going to spend a week in the rivers and lakes up there with the, some of the best equipment we can get. And again, the best crew you can that can be assembled to find this salamander. And we're going to spend a week up there, and we are going to find this salamander. We're going to document it, and we're going to bring it back to life, and we're going to get it endangered species protection. That's thank you. That was the last thing I forgot. Uh huh. Why this is so important to happen yeah. right now is I do believe the Trinity's Alps giant salamander still exists, but I do not think it'll exist in the next two or three decades. So save the salamanders. They are literally, their area has been so remote for so long, and then in the recent decade, it's starting to be eaten up by industry of tourism, recreation, and stuff like that. Their dams. Dams are the hardest thing for aquatic environments. The main lake that they were all originally seen is dammed up. Right. And that's actually after they dammed it is when they started seeing dead giant salamanders in the Sacramento River. Ah. And they were like, oh, somebody dumped a whole bunch of Japanese giant salamanders. And it's like, you don't understand. We can't transport a hellbender 100 miles. And you think somebody got one of these over on a boat? Yeah. Oh, yeah. From Japan? For sure. Yeah, definitely. So... And at that time, they weren't farmed. Right now, they're commercially farmed. The giant Chinese salamanders are commercially farmed. Mm. Uh, so now you can actually, if you were in Asia, you can get them. But before that, they were, you know, they're in da- they were hyper endangered in the wild, red listed. Right. You can't find them. Right. But now they're, yeah. So this isn't only an adventure to go prove the existence of a cryptid. It is to save the existence of a cryptid. We're going to change history. I fully believe is probably on the verge of extinction in the next couple of decades. And if anybody's going to find the salamander, it's going to be this crew right here. I can't believe how much. I know why I'm excited. I just can't believe how much you get excited about this one. Well, I want to go to the mountains and swim in a river. I hope. What if we see a bear? Then I got uh, these mitts. Take care of it. I got these mitts. So will you join us? Do you find our cause worthy? If so... Bounce on over to our Kickstarter. It, it's the only link below this. Yes. It's the only one. As little as a dollar or as much as you want. Anything will help us. As long as we reach our goal, we will find this salamander. And sh- before we go, should I tell about the tiers, some of the perks? Well, there's different perks and tiers, but I guess they can see all that once they're there. But I just want to do, there, there will be a live show for some of the, depending on what tier you get. To explain the data, it's for like it'll just be for you guys. Yeah, whoever backs the thing to a certain level, it's all it's all in there. But it'll be before we publish anything and all that kind of stuff. Early access to all the info we get, we and recover, if we, and we get a live specimen. You guys get to see it first, right? I have been the great and powerful mystery, and I've been Jay. Hopefully, you guys can help us out. Even if you can't financially support it, please share it. Share, 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 share. All right, guys. Bye. bye. guys thank you for listening to cryptids the corn podcast remember the best way to support the show is share it with a friend but if you are craving more of the j clones and more from mr e there's always extra content on patreon and our paid member space on cryptidsofthecorn.com we'll catch you next time with more exciting fun and informative information